Hello, everyone. I'm Robin Hattersley from Campus Safety Magazine. Welcome to our podcast. If you manage security for a school, university, or healthcare facility, you know how challenging it is to keep track of the keys to all the doors on campus. Janitors, security officers, police officers, residence life staff, and other campus employees usually have to carry a bunch of keys with them on large key rings, which is a real hassle. This approach also poses significant risks because it's really easy to lose those keys or have them stolen. That's why Wake Forest University purchased several Morse Watchman key watcher systems. In my interview with James Bird, who is the school's director of physical security technology and Deacon One card, James describes how Wake Forest now more effectively manages its 500,000 keys, more than 50,000 key doors, and 9,000 key users with Morse Watchman's key watcher solutions. So here's my interview with James Bird. Enjoy the show. So, James, what was the situation before Wake Forest started working with Morse Watchmans, and what were the challenges you were facing? That's a great question, and and really it was uh, a lot of circumstances that really forced us to look at a different way of managing our keys. Up to the point when I got on board uh, about uh, 11 years ago now, keys were uh, kept in a couple of locked cabinets, the locksmith uh, lock shop rather had access to those cabinets. People would request keys. There was really no consistent inventory taken on those keys. Uh, we had, uh, in addition to cabinets where keys were hanging up, we had drawers of boxes of keys uh, that uh, we could go to, especially for like residence halls if we were doing doing key changes. The the other thing that was difficult for us is that when we issued a ring of keys to a staff member, a technician in facilities or housekeeping, uh, there was no real accountability of where those keys were going in a 24 hour period. Uh, It could be on someone's uh, utility belt during the day and then in the console of their car at night or in their, uh, it could be on their desk, just laying on an open desk and then they just, you know, grab their keys when they first come in in the morning. So it was just uh, what I referred to as a wild west time with our keys, just not a, not a lot of uh, good accountability for it. It was difficult to hold every single key holder accountable for those keys. Uh, and the other difficulty that was challenging for us is that many, many of our rings had uh, multiple master keys, great grand master keys uh, going from building to building. So uh, a lot of risk that we were seeing uh, just attached to those rings. Thank you. So why did Wake Forest buy from Morse Watchmans? Why did you choose them and why did you select the products you chose? So uh, some of it is legacy, right? When, uh, when I came on board 11 years ago, the, the residence life and housing group, uh, which made up about 14 large residence halls uh, and a fairly large staff of about 100 student staff, uh, in addition to professional staff, decided to install some uh, individual key boxes within each residence hall for those student staff to be able to handle lockouts from students, to, to do room checks if, if that was called upon or inspections at the end of a semester. Uh, it was just allow, allow a little more ease for those uh, staff members to do their, do their functions. 
the the disadvantage was they were not networked. Uh, there was no central managing point for those key boxes. Each key box in each building was independent of the other. Uh, so you basically, if you had a key that you had access to in one building, you didn't necessarily have access to any keys in another building. So it didn't give us a lot of flexibility. It, it really tied us down. So that was part of the legacy issue where we, we already had several boxes on campus. Uh, congruently, the university police also had purchased a couple of boxes, again, not networked, but used independently within their, their department to, to handle keys for their patrol officers. And as you can imagine, any uh, police officer would have a large ring of keys that they were managing while they're on their shift. So that's kind of what moved us in the direction uh, to continue with Morse Watchmen. We wanted to see uh, expandability as well as is it possible to network and could it be integrated to make it a little easier accessibility wise from our access software? So we looked at all those things and, uh, and we decided on Morse Watchmen uh, largely because they were able to, to migrate and to, uh, to expand with those different functionalities of uh, networking and integration with access, with access, but also because we already had a substantial investment with Morse Watchmen independently. And, and the understanding was that we could expand our current boxes without just throwing them out and starting over. So you kind of touched on this already with my last question, but um, what issues did the solutions from Morse Watchmen's actually address and how did the solutions address your specific issues? Yeah, um, so there was a lot of um, consternation over the, the fact that we had keys uh, on people's rings and really didn't have an accountability of those rings. You know, there was, uh, we had so many situations where uh, individuals should have been placing their rings back either in their work locker or in a, in a work bin. And, and most of the time we discovered that was not happening. So Morse Watchman gave us the ability, these key boxes gave us the ability to assign an individual ring to a technician uh, to a staff member that they could then come in first thing in the morning, check out, use for the day, and then turn back in uh, with some accountability options in place there uh, to, to check on that, to make sure that was happening. And um, that in itself really um, pushed us in the direction of, of expanding and growing the Morse Watchman uh, system that we had. Uh, the other thing that we, um, that we noticed was that many of our technicians had large rings. So lots of keys to many buildings all over campus. The, the, we began asking the question, how can we reduce the number of keys on that ring and thereby reduce the risk that we had? The, the uh, plan that we came up with and that we've been working on now for four or five years is expanding and adding additional Morse Watchman boxes into our academic buildings so that the, the keys that are in on the rings in the academic buildings then could be checked out. If I had a, a work ticket that I needed to go change a light or work on an outlet or work on the HVAC system, then I can go to that building and with my uh, work order in hand, go to that key box, check out the keys that I need for that building and then do my work and return the keys afterwards. 
then the ring that we're checking out in the morning when we first come into work, that's gonna hold our, our office key, that's gonna hold our vehicle key, um, any uh, toolboxes that we have. So, so the risk got spread out and, and not concentrated into one singular ring. And, and that was something that our administration was very interested in. It's just minimizing the risk. We know we can't get rid of all of it, but what steps can we take to minimize? Now, does the Morse Watchman solution integrate with other security and public safety or emergency management technologies on campus? And if so, how? So what we did, that was one of the key questions that we asked in, in deciding whether or not we wanted to continue with Morse Watchman or look at a different system. Morse Watchman does integrate with um, Linnell On Guard, which is our access system. For every person who has an ID card, we manage their access through access levels that have doors assigned to them through Linnell. That integration we were able to do with Morse Watchman. Uh, we had to, we had to, um, th that's used through a server. So the server is handling all that information. And then there's an integration from that server, Morse Watchman, to our Linnell On Guard. And those two systems talk to each other so that uh, if I have a new staff member who's also a technician and needs access, I can not only hand them a ID card, but I can also assign them key access at the same time. And so that's, uh, that, was, that was pretty crucial for us as we were um, deciding which direction to go. And Morse Watchman was quite capable of handling that. So... Can you now explain to me kind of like a day in the life of someone, I mean, whether it's a facilities person or a, a security officer, law enforcement officer or administrator, a day in the life of how they work with the Morse Watchman's technology? Sure. So the first step in, in uh, their access is to make sure they've got an active ID. So when they, they come in first thing in the morning, they, the thing they're checking for is where's my ID? And they have that ID, they're going to uh, start their shift. And so they go into their break room or their lounge, wherever we've installed these key boxes. And they're going to, to use their ID card to activate the card reader that's attached. We use, uh, we use HID card readers. It's a mini reader that's attached directly to the key watch box. And uh, they approach that, they badge in, and the software along with the access level that's been assigned uh, knows which ring or which rings they are allowed to check out. So when they open the box, they might see 20, 30, 60, 80, or 90 rings hanging in front of them but only one of those rings or a couple of those rings are gonna turn green and release for them to pull out. So they don't have access to everything in the box. They have access to just the keys that they need. They pull those keys out, clip them to their ring, uh, go about their work, their shift, whatever that shift time is. They come back at the end of the day and uh, go through the exact same process, present their badge to the card reader, the box opens up, uh, they, uh, what's, what's nice is they don't have to go back and find the exact um, uh, port that the key needs to go in, any available port, they can put that key in and uh, close the door and walk away. From an administration side, what's nice for me is at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, every morning, I get a report, an audit that tells me what keys are out, what keys 
are overdue and who has those overdue keys. And I can then follow up and either uh, send an email to the individual or I can forward that to their supervisor who then is following up uh, to, to make sure that the keys are put back appropriately or uh, begin the process of tracking them down and, and figuring out where our keys are. Now, do you have any advice uh, you can offer to other institutions of higher education on how they should go about addressing the type of issues you've experienced? Yeah, I've, I really got uh, took some time to think about that question. Um, Robin, the, the, what, it's exactly what we did at Wake Forest. We came in uh, 10 or 11 years ago and my supervisor looked at me and said, James, our keys are out of control. What can you do to help us get this thing more manageable? And so at that point, I just began talking to staff. I talked to facility staff, I talked to housekeeping staff, I talked to supervisors and other department leads to just talk to them about the rings of keys that they have, right? What, what are you assigned? What are you using? University police was one good example, hundreds and hundreds of keys that they were managing on rings. So just getting a good feel for what is the current situation? What, what are we dealing with? Then I took a look at the kinds of keys on the rings carried by staff. Uh, are they carrying what we call a change key that opens a single door? Or do they have a ring full of masters that open door upon door upon door in multiple buildings? And is that necessary? Is that something that it's required? Or is it just something that got grandfathered in and I have these keys because the guy before me had these keys? and maybe they never use them. So we took a hard look at that. And then um, we uh, started asking them about what are they doing with their keys? So are the, are the keys, are you putting them up? Are you locking them in the drawer? Are you, uh, are you just throwing them in the console of your vehicle? Is it, is it your fleet truck that you're driving and it's just in the, in the floorboard every day? You know, what are we doing with these keys? And then um, we began inventorying those key rings that are assigned to those staff just to say, hey, what is on this ring that you're carrying? And uh, what was surprising to me was uh, the number of keys that folks had no idea what they were for didn't know why they were on the ring. They were just pretty much dead weight on their belt that they were carrying every day. And so getting that big picture and then determining, okay, how can we manage this? What's the best way to manage this? And, uh, and just start looking at the various vendors and there are several that can do this, uh, that can do this job for you. And determining the, the systems are not in, uh, they're, they're, they're costly, right? They have a cost, but so does risk. And so the question that I asked my bosses and my administrators were, which is, which is more costly? Rekeying an entire building from start to finish or investing in these key systems that will hopefully mitigate or prevent some of the rekeying that we might have to do in the future. And in, in evaluating all of those things, the, the final decision that came down was it's worth the cost to invest in a key management system so that we can minimize the risk of losing keys.
Now, James, um, any advice on working with vendors and product manufacturers? Um, you you want to go into it with a full understanding of what it is you're asking for. Are you uh, are you looking for something that is a standalone? Or are you looking for something that can be networked across your campus? What's required for that? And getting everyone to the table to talk about it. So it's not just the facilities guys who are managing the keys, but if you're going across a network, you need some IS folks. Information systems needs to be involved from the very beginning. And, uh, and then talking to the different departments that do manage lots of keys. So when, when we sat down and began talking about expansion, it wasn't just me and uh, IS, but it was university police, residence life and housing, our well-being and campus life center folks. It was uh, school of business folks. You know, all of us coming together and just sitting down and saying, you know, what are your needs? What are you, what are you dealing with on your keys? And what kind of system would help us manage that from an enterprise perspective and not just from an individual department? Anything else you'd like to add? Anything we missed? I'm not sure what I've missed. Um, <laughs> certainly, uh, if there's any follow-up questions from viewers, uh, I'm certainly welcome. I would be welcome to answering those in the future. I, I just appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, key security and, and the best way to do that. I, I will not say that this is the ideal best product, but it's the product that works well for Wake Forest. And um, we've been able to expand with it and uh, we continue to expand. We're, we're looking at adding a couple of more uh, key boxes here in the next uh, couple of months. And so it's a system that we can grow with. And that's probably another thing you wanna consider is, is, is it a system that your university can grow and, and not be limited in size. And um, the, the product that we use is, is expandable. And uh, finally, just thank you for the opportunity and uh, I've enjoyed talking with you and it's just been a real pleasure.